You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW. I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. That's right way. And we're doing it the right way. It is lifting my spirits this morning. Jeez. I got to tell a story. Okay. (laughs) So last night, I couldn't find a beach without fisher people because the salmon are coming through. Right. Everywhere. So I went to this one place. It's super hard to get down. And I made my little dinner, so I was doing my little happy hour down there. And I went swimming, and I was ready to go. And then I saw, like, uh, sparkling lights on the water. And I saw the phosphorescent, and I got it on video. During the day, which is a rare occurrence, though. And it's just when the water ripples, you know, Mm -hmm. it just kind of Just at that right crest, right? It looks like Christmas lights. So it was kind of a wink from the universe. I call life a big wink. And joining us this morning is Janae Kuhn. Good morning, Janae. Good morning. You're a wink from the universe. Aww. You knew that. <laughs> so the other day I thought, we're going to talk on the phone. I'm going to run to the beach and just do a, a real spontaneous walk while we're talking. And it was funny because we were at a point we were talking about that, you know, how God spoke to us when we were kids. Or we were just having a really nice conversation. We both wrote books that kind of talk about passing and, and another wink after the, the crossing and such. But I was walking down the beach and I was almost done talking to you and these men looked super tired <laughs> and they're like are you going back up there I'm like no I'm headed to the dentist which was so funny because she goes he's a dentist okay <laughs> and then he's 82 this man and he goes well we started walking the beach hoping there was a way up and there's not so then we had to walk back and it's rocks and stuff so the guy's like could you give us a ride <laughs> to or give me a ride to the car and we were just talking about how I give my book away to random strangers and it was hilarious because your book and my book were on the side seat, the passenger seat. And so when he got in the car, I said, oh, she's going to be on my show. Look at this beautiful book called Rainbow. And he's like, you just need to go on your show and tell people you're a good Samaritan or an angel, he called me, which I thought was another wink. And then at the end of our little jaunt up the road, I gave him my book, the angel book. <laughs> and it's always because somewhere maybe someone just crossed. And I just thought that was super synchronistic and the most amazing wink. So I want you to, we're going to go back to your beginning as a five-year-old. Who winked at you at five? Um, uh, yeah. So um, it was God. God God gave me the big old wink. Um, and um, do you want to know how yeah. they winked? Yeah. And so I was laying in the room with my mother and my cousin at the time, and they were talking. My cousin was fairly older than the rest of us. So she was more close to her age to my mom. Weird story. I know, but, um, so I'm laying down on the floor and I have like a little pallet and, you know, as kids, you form tents and so I'm sitting there just kind of dozing off, falling asleep with my lovey. And 
probably not asleep for more than, I don't know, maybe five or 10 minutes. Wasn't anything big, but I jolted out and I told my mom that I just had a conversation with God. And of course they laughed, you know, as every mother would do to their five-year-old that says that. But I was for sure that I had a conversation. I can't tell you what they said. I don't think I was meant to remember what they said, but um, a few years later, that's when um, she passed. So I always think it was something to tell me that this was going to happen. Wow. And I like how you say they, they, because I call them they too. They. <laughs> like, like this whole universe out there that's kind of right? got her back. Yes. They. And that's how you channel. You're a musician. Uh, you write your songs. You produce your songs. You're an author. Um, you're an amazing human being. I w listen to all your music. And then, of course, in the middle of the night, I don't know what that phenomenon is. Is that where you can't? remember the words when you're awake but when you're asleep the whole song plays <laughs> so i was listening to your music last Aww, night in, in your sleep <laughs> oh, it was awesome i love that i'm in your head now yeah so how did you uh, get started uh doing music well um i, I think just kind of like how every child does you know we were introduced as a a kid in band and i picked up my first instrument which happened to be a trumpet um, I don't play the trumpet anymore, but still have love for the trumpet. Um, but we, you know, I was, I was born into a musical family. My grandmother could play the piano by ear. My mother sang. Um, that we, we all, at Christmas time, we would, you know, do the, the Christmas carols around the neighborhood. I mean, it was super folky, but that, yeah, that, that was my introduction to music. So it, I kind of just stuck with it. It was always in the back of you know, kind of like back of my head, but back to who I am. And as I got to get older and older and older, I just, you know, kept taking turns that led me into writing and music somehow, some way. And I, I've been, you know, listening to your songs. You think that music helps you move through dark times and lifts your oh, spirits? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's all that music is. I mean, it's, it's, I, I believe it's, what words are, you know, pretty much word, what words are to our mind that the music is to the soul. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would always, when I get hit to a hard time, I always take to writing first. And then if it's a really, 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 really low moment, for some reason, a melody comes through and it just replays and replays and replays. And then I'll either hum it or I'll go to the piano and I'll just, you know, track that little, that little chord. And then, um, it just takes off from there. You're like a conduit. <laughs> and I, I do a chakra work. Yeah. So it's like your crown chakra and uh, your, so you have your crown chakra, which is your uh, inspiration, uh, creativity, which is your brow chakra. And then, I mean, sorry, uh, imagination is your brow and then creativity is your throat chakra. So like when you're connected to that, that's when they, they can come through. And that's what I say. And so that's why I try to keep everyone, you know, keep your spirits high by playing music, by writing, by, you know, praying or talking to, to God or spirit or and keeping those channels open. But when we get depressed or we get low spirits, what happens? We don't have those chakras. And that's mm. frustrating, right? Mm. Yes, it is. So Very what I, I loved about your story is that you're, you're writing, you're creating, you're dancing, you're going to the beach. You're, where, where are you right now? I'm in Manhattan Beach, California. So and some what, warm weather. Yeah, and what do you like to do? I love. Well, I mean, obviously, I love to write and sing. Um, I love to dance. Um, 
I love to be anywhere in front of the ocean. Um, I could just literally sit there for hours and time, time is just not even a factor. Mm -hmm. um, I love some good movies. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I really like. I mean, I just like the little things. I'm constantly changing it every day. So that's funny you said that because that's the song I'm writing. The little things. Well, that's actually the small mm -hmm. things. Or and then the other one is smiling inside. So you know how you just know that your heart is open, <laughs> smiling inside. Yeah. And that's when you're sitting at the beach by yourself. You don't need anything to come around and, and bring you joy or happiness. It's just being next to the water. That's my thing. Yeah, that's so true. So I thought we had so much in common. Um, so right now you um, have two books under your belt. I've never used that before, two books. So let's talk about your books. Um, okay, so the first one is called Cain the Dane. And it is a, a preschool story about th about three to five age age group. Um, it's about Great Dane, Kane, who is sitting next to me right now. And he's a silly Great Dane who is a local celebrity here in Manhattan Beach. Um, and he goes, he never goes anywhere without his red bow tie. So you always know it's Kane the Dane when you see the red bow tie. And um, He's just, you know, he loves the attention and he's, 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 he's a typical Great Dane, you know, he's scared of his own shadow, he's scared of small dogs, and he won't go to the bathroom in the rain, but other than that, he likes attention. I'm <laughs> so glad you're in California then. <laughs> exactly, right? So there's no, there's not too much rain going on. Here, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Seattle, but. <laughs> Your dog would um, be in trouble during the winter. Yeah, right? <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, that's the first book. And we, we have one out right now, but the second one is in illustrations. So that one, the second to the series is coming out and it's all about his bow tie. So okay. <laughs> that's a funny one. And then the second book, it's called Rainbow, which um, is about my experience and from a child's perspective of loss with a stillbirth. So uh, let's go back to, you have had a lot of loss in your life. Yes. So it started with your mom. And so let's, let's just tell that story from your okay. mom to grandma. Um, yeah. So, so um, my mom passed away when I was seven um, from cancer. Um, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I didn't... Uh, I didn't get to say goodbye. Um, my grandmother at the time, you know, bless her heart, she thought that she was doing the best thing that for a child at that age group to keep telling me that she's going to get better. I don't know. I think it was probably just wishful thinking, you know, thinking back to it. But, you know, she didn't really know how to break it to a child that her mother was dying. Um, and so I got that, that fateful call. Um, when I was at school that um, she had, you know, been admitted to the hospital and she just, she was just, um, just took her last breath that day. And uh, we went to go visit her and, you know, unfortunately I had to say my goodbyes when she was already gone. So that was pretty hard. So, um, which is also why I write Rainbow from that child's perspective, because um you know, I, I believe that children are more resilient than we give them credit for, and their emotional intelligence is a lot higher than ours. 
and how they deal with things. Um, if, if I was given the chance, I think, um, you know, I wouldn't have brought so much baggage with me into my adulthood if I was able to process correctly. So, yeah, that's the first one. And then you were staying with your grandmother. And then I was staying with my grandmother, I was raised by my grandmother and grandfather and my sister. And um, then at 13, my grandfather passed away. And <laughs> then we had a Great Dane at that time. Um, that, that's where the Great Danes come from, they're in our family. <laughs> um, and that was like my, kind of silly, but that was my best friend at that time. Um, and then she developed cancer and she had to be put down. And then at 23, my grandmother passed away. Then at 27, my best friend from the age of nine passed away. Um, and then my daughter passed away um, at the age of 28. Yeah, and um, I, I think we're... We're there with good. Yeah, lots, we're lots, of, <laughs> lots of loss, lots of grieving, and uh, your baby passed uh, pre like a couple of months, a couple of weeks before. Yeah, she um, she um, passed away at thirty eight weeks, and she had uh, her cord wrapped around her neck three times. So she was perfect. Um, just besides that. Mm -hmm. And so I feel when we do grieve and we get to that, uh, I guess it's a luxury because nowadays, you know, everybody's so busy and they don't take time to sink deep into stuff. Because I even was thinking of crying yesterday and I, I had things to do, you know, like you, you kind of don't want to, but you know, so I did at the beach. That's why I was there by myself is took the time to just, I don't even know why I was crying. I just felt like crying. But, you know, I, I was taught that you don't show your emotions. You keep it in, which caused a lot of sicknesses as I was growing up. Throat, mono, asthma. I mean, anything you could put in your heart and your throat chakra, I had it. And so I think grieving, I love it when people can write, especially music. And we're going to play after the break. We're going to play one of your songs, and we'll, we'll talk about that. But if we hold it in, it will kill us eventually. So, And that's maybe the depression and some other things that they can diagnose you with. So I'm just happy to see that you're writing and, and you're doing the things you're doing, especially the music. I, the, your music really, really touches me. So what I would like to do is uh, take our first break. And then when we come back, I want to play your song. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whitby Island, 
Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Lift your spirits at Bayview Healing Suites on beautiful Whidbey Island. Bayview Healing Suites offers treatments in beauty, health, and wellness and is located at Bayview Corner, open seven days a week. Sonia Sushigani offers acupuncture and traditional Eastern herbal medicine that restores balance within your body, mind, and spirit. You can reach out to her to book your wellness and self-care session at goldenearthhealingarts.com. Take some time for yourself to relax at Bayview Healing Suites in Bayview Corner. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Stick with what you feel. Don't let anybody take you offline. And always keep a steady pace. Cause you want to want to fall behind. The clock just ticks for you. And you have to believe it's time. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. And joining me today is Janae Kuhn. <laughs> and it's like today or this morning. I think they both came out at the same time. It's all good. All right, that is Right Way. Beautiful song. I want to talk about the song because I went through all your stuff. And I was playing it, and again, it was in my head last night. Uh, the song Numb. Because we were just talking about, you know, low spirits and how, you know, grieving and how do we get through all this stuff. Talk about that video. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, um, so I, I did tell you how I had... Um, my sister, my sister, she um, actually battles um, bipolarism. So she's on um, meds. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the stuff. I mean, how you, why are you taking stuff you can't even pronounce? I mean, it's like, blah, 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 blah. like whoa. Um, but um, we pretty much, it's, it's just about a song that as a society, we have a tendency to self-medicate um, form to anger, have doctors medicate instead of just really getting in touch with our feelings. And we all walk around, um, I believe, as just robots. We're all infatuated with celebrities and, you know, who's who and, you know, TikTok and social media and, and body image issues. And, you know, I'm not this, I'm not that. And so, you know, I really, it's just, it's like, you know, everyone, I always make a joke, like people always say, oh, we're going to get to the apocalypse. Like, no, honey, we're in the apocalypse. We're all walking zombies, mm-hmm. like mindless, like robots. So I wrote this song and just kind of just address those issues of we just need to get back to our, ourselves, you know, the, itty, the nitty gritty imperfect perfect. And uh, so that's perfect what in, in our imperfections. Imperfect. Yep. Perfect in our imperfections. I say that all the time. I have to say, I didn't have a year uh, mirror for the whole year of that this pandemic because I moved and I just never got one, and I didn't. It was bl- it was a blessing, you know. I just kind of went to work. I had no idea what I looked like. The jeans don't even they don't even fit me right. It doesn't even matter because I didn't know, <laughs> and I just was me, not knowing what I looked like. But I think it was it's one of those things. Uh, we 
and I have gone through, you know, about five years of trying to help someone get off medication. And I've had people on the show talking about it, vets and such. And it's, you know, just that one leads to about 10 others because there's so many side effects, effects. But really, it's getting back down to, I love that movie, Inside Out. There's a little girl who it's okay to cry and, and be angry and all those things. And so, again, I love that you're writing and you're expressing yourself. So let's talk about, have you been depressed? Because you have many reasons at, at okay, your yeah. lifetime. Yeah, um, it's something, and it's not uh, something that it's a, a past tense. It's, it's, it's just unfortunately something I revisit. Not a lot now because I've learned to manage my own self, um, just knowing who I am. Um, but it does creep. It man, that does creep in sometimes. And I'm, you know, I'm like, I can't get to the door fast enough to close it, and a little bit seeps in. And um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, it does play a role, depression. And so we're going to play the song Boogeyman. I, I, I really love this song. So we're going to play that, and then we'll get back and talk.
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, Janae. I, to me, I've had a, a huge bout of depression, um, and it feels like a, like a, you know, the time glass, and it just feels like you're sinking. So that song kind of like you get into that space, and I've learned if I go running, <laughs> if I go into nature, then it, it gets me through it. And so when I was really bad, I would be at a restaurant and I would run around the building. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> but it, it really, you know, to, to, to move, to move, because if I sat in it, it, you feel the sinking feeling. Yes. And how yeah. many people do you think right now are in that? This is a weird time. This is a very sinking time. And you, you bring up thoughts, right? And we're entertaining these thoughts and it just gets worse and worse. So how do you lift your spirits? Um, you know, kind of like with my hobbies. I mean, like you said, dan- dancing is, is my running around the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. if I, I have to dance every day. Um, just keeping my body constantly moving, it raises my endorphins. So that helps me stay in a, in a, a, a higher spirit. Um, the ocean. That has been my, oh, that's been my life raft. Really, it has. Thank you, ocean. (laughs) (laughs) And why do you think that water, because it's been my saving, everyone says, why do you live on an island? Island, it's the water. I have to be around it. And it's like my counselor of some sort, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 you can, well, one, when you're, I can hear the breath, the constant waves washing on shore and moving back and coming. It's like, it, it slows down my breathing. So that's when I connect with the universe. Um, obviously having the universe on my <laughs> I arm. I knew that was the universe pretty, on your arm. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty important to me. So yeah, I'm always in the stars. Oh man. <laughs> um, so that's th- those kind of things. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I try to stay away from, um, you know, extracurricular activities. <laughs> just because that usually brings my spirits down but yeah just kind of just staying in nature and moving and grooving and and I think writing and expressing yourself is- yeah I think yeah I mean that that's just it that I'm just lucky to do that for a living yeah uh, so that just happens every day um but yes I should be saying thankful to that too so thank you for recognizing that well, and two, what we came up with, because I do the chakra, chakra work, is that I count my blessings. I got five blessings every day, and then I do uh, five intentions, which are prayers. Before I leave my my bed, those are the things I do. And it lifts my spirits and makes me look up and to see the things that are working in my life. So that's kind of how I start my day. My son's been doing it. Um, he was in a dark place last year, and he's been on the show. But he's been um, doing wonderful by just counting his blessings. And we turn off the damn television. Excuse my language, because I only had one huge bout of anxiety. And it's because I got on there and started, you know, getting into what's going on. And it made me anxious. I, I, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. It was so weird. And I asked dear God to help me. And they mm-hmm. said, uh, expand your light and everything will be all right. So basically, do the things that bring you joy. Be with your family and your kids and just savor every moment with them was what I've been doing. And the time alone with myself. So, yeah, it's it, it's not benefiting us watching television. I just have to say that. No, I, I agree with you. And, you know, I like, I like the fact that you actually just said, you know, spending time alone with yourself. How many of us don't want to spend a time alone with ourselves? We always want somebody else around us or we want to be occupied by our phone or like you just said, the TV. How many of that's what we need to get back to. Mm-hmm. We came into this world by ourselves. We're going to leave by ourselves. 
unless you're a twin, then that's a whole nother thing I can't speak about. But as far as most people are coming by themselves, so we need to know thyself. I mean, that's no. And you know what? Saying that because I had this whole lesson of, of, of I will leave this earth alone. So I had to learn to quit saving, fixing, living other people's lives and, and, and taking their journey for them. How ridiculous for me to try to think I have any control over that. Yeah. 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 That's uh, we all try to do that, but <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't do that. I say thank God for the pandemic because that's what I had to learn. I had to learn to stop reaching back into my relationships and checking on our people and seeing what I could do for them. Spirit told me to sit back and wait and see who reaches out to me. It's been super interesting. It's been such a blessing because I know now who has my back and who's moving forward with me. And it's a pretty strong uh, group of human beings, you know. So, so you're forming your trap, kind of. Mm-hmm. Nice. Remember I told you I'm reinventing myself this year. Yes. I love reinventions. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, you know, I th- another thing is, you know, talking about death and dying. I mean, that's what your book is about. Yeah, it is. And people just don't want to talk about the inevitable. We come here, we live a certain amount, and then we do pass. And that's why I do, you know, the the coloring book that I made was because my grandmother told me the story when my grandfather was passing. And she told me about an angel that came to her after her baby had crossed. And what she had done is saw this woman passing in a dream, but it really happened that night. So she saw something she shouldn't have been able to see, but the woman went into starlight. And so... I think that's the the part that, because my grandma was a Christian, but not, you know, like preachy or anything. And she had a spiritual revelation that we are starlight and that we are light. So I want to talk about your book. Okay. Tell me about your book, Rainbow. So um, in 2008, I had lost my daughter, uh, Brooklyn, to a stillbirth. Uh, she was 38 weeks. Uh, she had the, like I said, the nuchal cord wrapped around her neck three times. Um, I remember that day. I don't think I'll ever forget that day. Plus I visited for seven years constantly, <laughs> but, um, um, that morning I just knew something was just off. And I called the, I called the doctor's office and they, I told him about, I didn't hear her move. I didn't feel her move. Um, and they said, well, just take some orange juice, lay on your left side. You know, sometimes the baby, you know, gets, you know, sleepy, just like we do. And I was like, oh, okay. So did what they did, what they said. Went and took the orange juice, laid on my left side, laid on my right side, did some jumping jacks, nothing. Called them back. They said, go to the hospital. We'll be there you know, shortly, just the nurses will get you hooked up to all the monitors. On the way there, you know, my husband and I had a very silent car ride. I knew, I knew something, you know, was off. And so I went in there, the nurse showed up, she started putting jelly on the belly, moving the the wand around, nothing. Finally, my doctor arrives, she comes in, like she's going to be I don't know, some outsmart machine, put more jelly on my belly, move the wand around, nothing. And literally they looked at me, I looked at them and the doctor started crying first and didn't, there was was silence and she just said, I'm sorry. And I just lost it. 
I, 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 to this day, I, there's maybe like 10, 15 minutes. I don't remember anything. It was just black. And by then, I don't know how my, my mother-in-law and my daughter came in, but they came in and it, it was so weird. I was, I was like that child again. You know, that I was in the hospital room with my mom. It was, it was just like an out-of-body, weird experience. And my daughter was there and she was like, why are you crying? And I told her and I was like, I just blurted out like, she's not here anymore. And I just kind of told her like, you know, the baby went to heaven and, you know, and days followed that. And I told her the whole ordeal about it. And you know what, but I never made it. Um, a point to keep it away from her. We, we took pictures of our daughter. I know after I had to deliver her C-section, um, you know, we shared the pictures. We still have the pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was a beautiful little girl. Um, so yeah, we. That's how we. That's how the book was written. Well, and you're seven when you lost your mom. And your daughter was seven, and. Story. No, my daughter was four. Four, four, and you're seven four. in the in the book. Olivia is seven yeah. in the book, yes. and it's a beautiful book. It really is. And you know, I give my book to hospice. I give it to people. You know, especially uh, in Kauai when people were kids were taking their lives and such. So there's all these kids that were certainly distraught over losing their friends to suicide, which was what it was. But you know, your book has this this perfect place because how many women have lost children and how many kids have gone through it and they don't, no one's talking, you know, there's, we don't want to talk about death. We just don't want to. It's just some, something we don't want to talk about. I think that's why the pandemic got so big is because no one realized that we're all going to pass, whether a car wreck. My friend died of, a, of a, just, her heart just stopped in the middle of this because she was so distraught, you know, because she was locked up somewhere because she had an illness and she couldn't talk to people. So, you know, it's like people are going to cross. That's why I love my Aura's Angel coloring book and I love your, your new book, Rainbow. The pictures are beautiful, but you know it's it's actually I think kind of, it's you and and both the mom and the daughter. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I wrote that from my own experience as a seven year old and as a mother losing a child, and it's a it's a very rare occurrence, and it's not something to be proud of. Trust me, but I felt it was my purpose to do that. I had to share both sides. And when um, people cross, because I, I work with people and they're grieving and such, usually the child will get some type of a dream or something too. Like they'll have a message, the child, because they're still kind of, their, their, their spirits aren't so low. So a lot of times at a funeral, a kid will see something or talk about something. And I love her because she, well, it's you anyways, but she, she goes to the, the room with the crib and sleeps there overnight. And in my book, my grandma always goes to the crib, the empty crib, to see if the baby's there because she hears the baby crying at night. So you and I have this kind of, I, my arm hairs just went up because I really. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, I'm like, whoa, whoa. I really enjoyed talking to you. <laughs> we have a lot in common. But at the end, she goes out to the um, yard because you said that she's in heaven or she's in the, in the sky. And then she goes, as I stepped into the backyard, there was my sister. She goes, a perfect, beautiful, bright rainbow with all the colors shining in front of me. I was right. My sister is in the clouds now. I can't wait to tell everyone that rainbow visited us from heaven. Seeing her like that let me know that my baby sister was okay, even though she isn't here living with us. 
I love her and I will always be her big sister. And I just, it's just beautiful because it, I almost write the same thing about my grandma saying that her her baby is in starlight, you know. And from what I'm understanding, because, you know, I'm going to take a little break and, and kind of reinvent myself here on the show and all. I just feel like this whole pandemic, I've been wanting to have a show about crossing over because we really need to embrace that it can happen at any time for any reason, you know, and it's not usually when you least expect it and not the thing you thought. Yeah. And yeah. I think right now, if people were able to grieve and, and when you get put on medications, it puts it on the back burner and it's still going to come up somewhere else, whether it's an addiction or some type of anger issues. I work with vets, anger issues just turned out they were they hadn't grieved, you know, so I really love your book. Oh, I really love you. <laughs> I love your book and I love your music and I think I love you. <laughs> I love you. It's all good. I just feel like Spirit has brought the most amazing human beings. And, and, you know, it's been a weird year for me, too, because we didn't have people, place, and activities that were lifting our spirits. We didn't have events to go to. So by talking to authors, I've met people from all over the world. And it's been Jonathan, bless his heart, for introducing me to all these amazing people. And even um, Anthony Manna. He and I are doing YouTubes now about my book he bought, our sh my Chakra book, Our Energy Matters. And he just gave me this book called The Orphan. I can show you guys. But oh. the, the Orphan. But he goes into the little girl going to the grave of, because she's uh, the Cinderella story. But she, she actually talks about how she felt when her mom passed and how she goes to the grave and looks for a sign that her mother's with her, you know. And then the pictures are beautiful how her mother comes from the sun and the star and the moons or whatever and gives her these beautiful clothes. And so, you know, and it was weird. He goes, you know, some people don't like that. They don't want to talk about it. And so I had to say to myself, would I read this to my granddaughter? Absolutely. You know, because, again, if we were to talk about this all of our lives, just like we had a book about sexuality with our kids right up front, what it is, what it does. You know? Yeah. I mean, right now it's really important for us to get back down to basics and start having conversations. Right? <laughs> I don't know what to say, <laughs> but I felt really blessed to, to have you uh, come on my show. Um, so you basically are go just got the book out rainbow mm -hmm. and how can people get it? So they can visit my website, which is www.janaecune.com. Um, you can find it on Amazon. And if you happen to be in the LA area, um, there's a lot of local bookstores, independent bookstores that will also carry it as well. Oh, and that Amazon. I had to buy my book. So I have like five, six, seven, eight books coming in the mail, my book, because I had to buy it back to do my, my classes and stuff. But yeah, it works. So um one more time, your website? www.janaecune.com. -E Sweet. We're going to take our last break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. In these changing times, it's the perfect opportunity to learn new techniques that can bring calm back into your being. If you are ready to love living life, read Marla Williams' new book, The Being Zone. It will become your guidebook for creating the life you always dreamed of. Learn more about her book and online training program at thebeingzone.com. I invite you to tune in to Lift Your Spirits Radio on the first Friday of the month 
or Love Living Life with Marla Williams. Call in for free coaching advice that is guaranteed to lift your spirits. Are your medical expenses increasing, but your health is not improving? True Health offers unique services where Kasara empowers clients with intuition, education, and proven resources. Better choices can be made when information is available. Now's the time to visit truehealth.com. That's T-R-U health.com. And schedule your appointment to achieve your health goals. Your body will thank you. Tired of pain relievers that do not work? At Resonant Botanicals, they believe in natural solutions, in relieving pain and anxiety. They make handcrafted hemp oil lotions and creams that relieve pain, calm the mind, relax the body, and induce a restful night's sleep naturally. Resonant Botanicals is a family-owned business with a passion for using the best plant-derived organic ingredients. You can buy with confidence with their 100% money-back guarantee. To see all that they have to offer, visit ResonantBotanicals.com today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. joining us this morning you're listening to lift your spirits with dina marie and janae coon is joining me she's a songwriter she's an author she's a dancer no, <laughs> uh, she's uh, also uh, self-published and she is a producer of her albums let's talk about self self-work that we that you do <laughs> self-work a lot of self-work um well i mean do you want to talk about the producing or the, or the publishing let's Just talk the, about why you would do it in the first place Okay. Um, because I believe in myself. Honestly, it's just as simple as that. I believe in myself and I, I believe that I want to see my visions from beginning to end. Um, however different or abstract or just out of the quote unquote norm, um, I believe that each of my stories have a certain flavor that needs to be executed and it might go against what is, is used in traditional publishing or producing. I like it. I like it a lot. And I produce or self-published my book and it has some flaws, but you know what? I don't care because I have flaws. <laughs> you know, there's a few editing issues, but uh, uh, the book is mine. And even my ex-husband wanted to change everything and he wanted to do it his way. And I, I fought for my way. So the little stories I put in between are the, the highlight. And that's what I fought for is, and it took longer, but those yeah. are the things that people, you know, 15 years later, love those little stories about people, their blocks and how they got through them and such. So, and also with music, you don't want people telling you how to make your music, do you? 
No, no, you don't. I, um, everything is everything is from a just a simple thought in my mind. Um, but you know, I want people to understand that just because somebody says self-published or self-produced or um, whatever self is put in front of whatever <laughs> path they choose, that is not, we're not doing the work. I mean, I, I have an editor, I, I have my own publishing company. Um, I ghostwrite for others. So it doesn't mean that I don't, I can't, I'm not qualified to do things myself. It's just that a lot of people that choose the self way is because they just believe in themselves. They're not going to have somebody dictate what is acceptable and what is not. So I just really want to just let people know just because you see somebody that says self, that it's not less than, or they're not qualified. So oh. I think that's hurting people. I think they're more qualified. Absolutely. Well, not always, but I believe that, you know, it just, you can see it. I mean, on their product. You're more authentic. And I'm, again, I've been working with uh, authors all year and they ha are under this uh, force, this constraint, this, this power that they can't get back into flow. What they wrote was flow. And then now when people are telling them to take something out or put something in, and I, lots of the authors are going yeah. through that. And so that's when we kind of start playing and writing and poetry and just have fun again. But yeah, it's, it's uh force is not where you get the flow, which is where you write your songs and such is being that conduit for something bigger than yourself. So yeah, I, I did it and I got 7,000 books and I had to carry those books around for years and I sold every one of them, you know, now I'm buying yeah. my own books. Anybody got my book out there? Want to give me some? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Because I use them to, to, as a manual to teach. So it's, it's always nice to have that tangible copy there. So, but yeah, I am. Um, and then with music, again, that force is no fun. Uh, the best things that came out of the album I helped with was when it was just, we were having fun. And I said, take that, make it faster. And we took two songs and shoved them together. And it was a beautiful song, <laughs> you know, yeah. but it wasn't like we sat there and had to think about how hard it was to write a song. No, that's when, when, it, when it's forced, um, it's, it's not, I don't, I don't feel like it, it is an authentic. It's not the, the true soul coming through. And sometimes I feel like too many hands are in the cookie jar and it just takes, it just, it peels the onion back before you just have this nasty smelly thing. But the, the beauty was in the whole onion itself. Well, and what if you get famous and somebody picks you up and you're, you're supposed to be writing an album each year, blah, 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 blah. And it has to be done. I've seen beautiful bands write really crappy albums, but they're under contract. Mm -hmm. So you know, freedom, you're colorful like I am. We need that. We need that that space of, of I don't know, happiness, joy, or even the songs you wrote about uh, depression and, and frustration and, and the, the numb song. I mean, that's a very powerful song. It's That song is a song I wish I would have written I'm, I'm, I'm because it's how oh. I, I see the world right now. I'm, I'm so frustrated because, I you know, during this pandemic, they locked people down. And they started prescribing over Zoom. So some songwriters and really creative people are numb. And they are not able to create or be sexual or passionate or even leave the house right now. So I was shocked how many people got medicated over this uh, period with a doctor they didn't even know. So yep. the prescription is... How many people we've lost mm, Yeah, due to that? Mm-hmm. 
creative geniuses because they were they were put on restrictions, like you said, or they weren't able to ebb and flow like the ocean. And, you know, I love that we're saying right there because the ocean teaches me that things change constantly. It's never the same. And we've got to go with that flow. Absolutely. So if I think I'm going to go back to the same log the next day and sit in the same place and watch the same view, never is it the same. And Kauai, the beaches aren't even the same beaches anymore because time moves on. Things change. We change, hopefully. And it's the not changing that's getting us stuck and in the force and losing the flow. Yeah, I agree. So like they said, expand your light and everything will be all right. And that mm. means joy. So today I get to go to the dentist, haha, with my daughter and my grandkids. And it's so funny because I said I'd watch them a while back, but it turns out I need a crown. And now I'll ask her dentist to, to do, see if they can do the work for me instead of running around to these other dentists who are like, well, no, you need to go to the next person, the next person, the next person. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going to the dentist. So the universe is on my side. Always. <laughs> and I'm thinking that that'll be the dentist for me. But I didn't have to get my tooth pulled. So that's exciting. That's good. <laughs> that's real good. I get a crown like a queen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. See, you're royalty. <laughs> well, and what, what brings me joy again is, is being by the water just like you. I love good music. I loved, again, your CD. It's not a CD. You have just songs. Oh, you have yeah, one CD. Yeah, they're digital. They're streaming. But you have, a, I mean, a Ascension is a whole album. The album. Yep. It's a, it's a, I call it an intergalactic journey of one's progression. Um, and it's, it's kind of, there's some words in there, but it's more of a, a sound album, it's a more instrumental, but it has, it has a gray line of what, where it falls. So I'm like, I don't really have a genre. I'm like genreless. You are genreless. I think we should just, you know, create things that move us and not put ourselves into these pigeonhole boxes that define us. Cause I don't think any of us can be really defined. I mean, there's how many personalities do, can we come out and I was this person yesterday, this person today, like you said, we're ever changing. So why just be in one box? We, we make another box and we become colorful and, and crazy. And that's what me and Anthony Mano we're doing these, uh, uh, weekly Zoom or, you know, for YouTube and everything, but he's going over uh, his writings that has to do with my book because he's learning about authentic, being authentic. He's learning about being himself at 78. He's reinventing himself because he's this lovely, colorful human being. And, you know, he started, because of writing books, he started putting himself back in the box because of editors and, you know, people wanting him to do things he didn't want to do. So it's been really... Um, exciting and I loved meeting all you guys and I like I said I'll be taking a break for a while of other people doing the show but I love uh ending my my run with you <laughs> thank you thank you what an honor so we're going to end the show with your song uh, right way uh anything you want to say about right way um it's really just an uplifting song um that don't let anybody tell you that you know their way is the best or that you should do this just to achieve success or um, get further in your journey because your journey is your journey and you have to trust that your your gut inside is the is the true leading light and that's what right way is about it's just it's really just you know yourself trust your gut stop questioning things know thyself that's how i started my book <laughs> because that's the key i had a, a client say you know how hard it is to be yourself that's how I got the book. <laughs> like, we got to start finding ourselves again. Well, thank you, Janae. I 
look forward to reconnecting <laughs> with you. All right, we're going to end the show with Right Way. Come back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits. Just ticks for you and you have to believe